There is no cure for the Spanish flu, Sam says. And scientists can't make a vaccine for it because the live virus has only been seen twice. The first was in 1995 at Walter Reed Army Medical Center when a researcher found a preserved tissue sample from a Spanish flu victim who died 77 years earlier. Unfortunately, that sample was taken from a soldier who died before the flu mutated into the deadliest form. I thought you said this was getting interesting, I say. By the end of 1918, the flu had spread throughout the world, Sam says, including Alaska. In 1997, a scientist found the body of a young woman he and some Eskimo helpers dug out of the permafrost. The flu-causing agent was still in her lungs. They've tried to isolate and identify the genetic code for that strain ever since. So? I think they found it. So why can't they create a vaccine? If I'm right, they lack a live strand of genetic code that contains a natural receptor to the exact form of the virus that wiped out all those millions of people. They've got the wild duck and pig strains isolated, but the chances of finding the perfect human genetic match are impossible to one. But somehow Rachel has it? That's my guess. Sam says. I always said Rachel was one in a million. This would make her one in six billion. And they've what, checked every blood sample in the world every day until they finally found the receptor gene in hers? For the last five years. In developed countries, anyway. But how? Computer analysis? Wouldn't every doctor or blood lab tech be able to recognize it? Not if they don't know what to look for. It would show up as an anomaly. No one's going to read the results and say, aha. Except the scientists who know what to look for. That's right. Most people would look at Rachel's blood test results and think the sample had been contaminated. So why kill her doctor? Why try to kill Nadine? Why kidnap Rachel? You mean, why not just ask her to donate enough blood to start creating a vaccine? Exactly. Think of the implications for bioterrorism. What would happen if word got out that Rachel was the missing link to the deadliest virus the world has ever known? I suppose all sorts of good and evil people would be clamoring to kidnap her and harvest her receptor gene. Yes, but the bad guys could also inoculate themselves against the flu and unleash it on the rest of the world. Holy shit. I told you it was interesting. So you think our government kidnapped her and is holding her somewhere to harvest her blood? At the very least. What's that mean? If you were the government, what would you do, Sam says. Raise taxes? Funny. They can't take a chance on her dying. So they'll take as much blood as they can, freeze it, and harvest her eggs, create children who will continue supplying them with genetic code. They want Rachel's children? That would be my guess. How much blood do they need? To inoculate the world? Every year? I have no idea. But it's probably more than any 20 people could provide. How much blood is required to yield a single proper genetic strand? I don't know. But it's a lot, because they'll have to combine the proper strand from a duck, a pig, and a human. And even though they've isolated the proper components... The flu is an RNA virus. You mean DNA? No, 
DNA has double strands of genetic code. RNA has just one. So? RNA is highly unstable and breaks down in hours, not days. If they get the right combination, how do they make the vaccine? They have to create the actual Spanish flu virus in the lab, then culture it in eggs. Rachel's eggs. No, chicken eggs, you dolt. He sighs at my stupidity, then continues. They inject a minute portion of the live virus into a chicken egg. After a few days, they create maybe a teaspoon of vaccine. It will take millions of gallons to create enough vaccine to inoculate the world, and they have to do it one egg at a time. That would take forever. Not one egg, then a second one, Sam says. They start with a few hundred, then a few thousand, then tens of thousands at a time. It involves time and people. And